Hey, my name is Parker Manuel, pastor of Pinewood Church in Boulder, Colorado, where our mission is to meet people where they are and point them to Jesus. Hope you enjoy today's podcast. Thank you so much for joining us today. I really hope that with our few minutes together uh, that I can bring some clarity for you on just maybe some of the tension that you feel right now and bring you a word of encouragement. Uh, I know that for so many of you, today just feels off. Today feels weird and it feels strange. I'm sure you've probably had this conversation already with your friends or maybe your spouse of, doesn't this feel a little odd? Or what is our plans for this week? Or, or maybe if you're like me and your kids typically would be in school, you're thinking to yourself, what are we going to do with our kids? Um, I know that for so many of you, the time that we're facing right now in our nation and really around the world is a really difficult time. Uh, I've talked to many of the people in our community and they've shared with me that work in hospitals, uh, just the challenge of people that they're working with and uh, they're scared for the virus, the fear that they feel, uh, their concerns for their patients. I've talked to many in Boulder who are working jobs that are fearful of their jobs, that they might lose their jobs. Uh, and I think what's worse about uh, even the situation is just us not talking about it. I mean, us just not having a conversation surrounding these concerns and significant challenges that we're all facing right now. And so I, I want to talk to you for just a few minutes on how we can have a, a proper perspective on really what is happening in our nation right now. Uh, and really look to the Bible uh, to see what does the Bible have to say about having hope in times of crisis and, and really finding peace and comfort when we really, if we're being honest, like we feel overwhelmed. Uh, I think we all have a decision to make in times like this where we can just become overwhelmed and we can shrink back and become isolated or we can become overcomers. And I want to encourage us in this time to become overcomer. In moments of crisis, what you've seen historically in the church is you've seen the church not shrink back, but rise up. And you've seen the church march forward with confidence and with hope. And that's what we're going to do. That's going to be our response. So let's look at a few things uh, right now that I believe is going to encourage you. One is that we can have real concerns and not live in fear. We can have real concerns and not live in fear. Real concerns are the concerns that we have for the health of our children or the health of our grandparents or maybe uh, your own health. These concerns are good. These concerns are not a negative thing in your life. These concerns only become negative when you allow them to create fear in your soul. I think concerns can actually cause us to do a lot of really good things in the world. When you're concerned for the orphan, then you give towards the orphan. You adopt an orphan. You, you care for the orphans around the world. Concerns can cause us to lean in and truly help people. But concerns that turn to fear can actually have a negative effect on the very thing that you're concerned about. Because fear causes us to shrink back. Fear causes us to isolate, and fear causes us truly to turn into a mode of self-preservation. Fear is it's, it's bad for your health, and it's bad for the world. And I want to tell you right now that fear is a liar. It's not bad to have the concerns, but I would say that it will ne negatively affect your life to live in fear. But as followers of J Jesus, we don't believe that we have to live in fear, but that we believe that we can stand firm on hope 
and we can put our faith in Jesus Christ. Fear is not our foundation. That's the enemy's foundation. And fear is a liar. But our foundation is on the hope of Jesus Christ, who he is, and what he has done in our life. So no matter what happens in the situation and circumstances around us, we still can have confident hope in Jesus. I love uh, the passage in 2 Timothy 1.7. It says, For God has not given us the spirit of fear, but of power, that of love, and of sound judgment. And so I want to encourage you today, if your concerns have turned to fear, I want to encourage you today, let's turn your fear into power, love, and a sound mind through the power that God gives us. What do I, what do I mean by power? Well, let's turn those very thing in our life that would cause us to live in fear, let's turn it into power. Let's love and serve the people around us with the power that God has given us. I believe that as the church rises up and embraces the power that God has given us through his Holy Spirit, that people are going to see us loving, see us serving, see our, the hope that is within us, and they'll say, I wonder what is going on in that person's life because I don't have that. How are they so confident because I don't have that? And we get to say it's because of the power of God in us. This is not, in, not my might, not my power, but the power of our God. Second, love. The greatest of these, greatest of the attributes that we can show others around us during this time, not fear, but love. Because we know that love never fails. And so during this time of crisis, instead of being negative uh, or fearful, we get to show love towards people. What is the best type of love that we know? It is sacrificing what we want and what we need, and it is serving others. And at Pinewood Church, we're going to share with you in just a minute, we're going to go all in on showing love and service to our community and to our city. The last thing it says is sound judgment. We are going to be wise with the wisdom that God has given us with the decisions that we make. We're going to live with sound judgment. So instead of living in fear, which causes us to think all kinds of crazy thoughts, we're going to live with a sound judgment. We're going to do our research. We're going to listen to our officials. I just want to honor right now uh, Governor Polis. I believe that he has led us really well through this crisis. And, and I was on a conference call with him and, uh, earlier this week, and he was encouraging the faith community to not shrink back, but to rise up, to be there for people, to love people well, and to serve people, and to meet the needs of our community and our most vulnerable. And I just want to honor what an exceptional job that he's done. We want to listen to Governor Polis and his advice. Listen to the sound wisdom in God's word and, and have conversations with each other on the decisions that we make. At Pinewood, we're taking every precaution necessary, um, which is why we're not gathering in a physical space today, is because we want to see, um, see this virus gone. We want to see it go away, and we're doing the best that we can to listen to the wisdom around us and use sound judgment. Second thing that I, I want to talk to you about is we can have significant challenges and not be anxious. Challenges are a way of life. We face challenges every day. And how we navigate those challenges, we're either going to live in anxiety or freedom. And I know that, and I'm just going to just give a blanket statement, many of us are living in anxiety right now. And you may not even be an anxious person, but you found yourself this past week getting anxious. And you're like, what, who is this? This isn't like me. I know that we felt that even in our home. 
Well, I believe that we can recognize that there are significant challenges we're facing right now without being anxious. Many of you are having challenges of work, or many of you have employees, and you're wondering, are we, am I going to be able to pay my employees? These are challenges that you need to think about, that you need to pray about, and bring people in to help you on. But I don't believe that you being anxious is actually going to solve the very problem that you're worrying about. I love that the scripture says that can we add even a minute to our life by worrying? Absolutely not. I believe in times of anxiety and times of worry, I believe that we can look to scripture and say, what does scripture has to say about it? Uh, we see in scripture it says to not be anxious for anything. And that's anything. That's even the coronavirus. To not be anxious for the coronavirus, but in everything through prayer and supplication with thanksgiving. It says to present your request to God. And it says that the peace that surpasses all understandings will guard our hearts and our minds in Christ Jesus. So instead of being anxious, we get to pray more. We get to lean more into who God is, how much God loves us, how much God is going to take care of us, how faithful he is as a good father. And in moments that we would otherwise be consumed with concern and worry, we get to lean into the presence of God. And that's my encouragement to you. Right, those two things. It's not bad to be concerned and it's not bad to have challenges. But let's rise above being fearful and anxious. I think of a couple of stories in scripture, but one in particular, uh, I think about uh, Joseph. Joseph in the Old Testament, he had many opportunities to be fearful and anxious. Uh, his own brothers tried to kill him. They put him in a pit and I mean, he was fearful of his life, I'm sure. Uh, next, we see him get sold into slavery and, and as we see in the story, um, he actually ends up becoming, having favor with the king, but he ends up in prison through a series of events. And here we have Joseph fearing for his life in a pit that his brothers put him in to kill him. Then we see him in prison fearing for his life again, thinking that the king is going to kill him. But what does the scripture say all along? Joseph says that all throughout every step of the journey, God was with me. God was with him in the pit. God was with him in prison. And he said, I have nothing to fear because I know that God was with me and his favor was on me. And I just want to encourage somebody today, just like Joseph could have confidence in every circumstance that he was in, walking in his purpose, walking in the favor of God, I want to encourage you today, you can have that same type of purpose. If you recognize that God is with me, even though it's crazy right now, even though the future is uncertain, even for many of you, there's a fear for my own life. I want to encourage you right now. God is with you. You may have had the question, where is God in all of this? And I want to tell you, he's with you. He did not leave you. He did not abandon the world and abandon his post. No, he is still 100% in control. He's in, he's in control of the world, the galaxies, and he's in control of the situation and in control of your life. And I want to encourage you right now, you can trust God. You don't have to be anxious, but instead you can trust him. Trust him to give you peace. Trust him to give you confidence. Trust him to give you comfort and joy in these difficult times. And the last thing that I want to share is, is that we can have physical isolation and not be alone. You know, during this time, they've asked that people isolate themselves physically more, which is a challenge because we know that 
Isolation never really works out for us, right? I mean, when we all isolate ourselves, we already feel isolated. But when we isolate ourselves even more, what does that cause us to do? Become more fearful, uh, become more anxious. And so this isn't me telling you not to quarantine yourself. Uh, This is me giving you a bigger picture that even though you feel uh, isolated and alone, and even though you may be locking yourself in the home for 14 days, you're not alone. That there's people that want to walk the journey with you. Here at Pinewood Church, we're committing to you. We want to walk this journey with you. You're not alone. We've set up on our website an opportunity for you to uh, talk to somebody. We have a prayer and a care team. And you can go on and fill out a form. And within 24 hours, somebody's going to reach out to you. They're going to listen to you. They're going to listen to your concerns and your challenges. Uh, They're going to encourage you. And they're going to pray for you. You're not alone. And maybe, you're, maybe you've isolated yourself and quarantined yourself and you've said, Anna, I need toilet paper. Look, that's a real concern. We'll bring you toilet paper. We're not going to leave you alone and isolated. You need food? We'll bring you food. At Pinewood Church, this is, this is the time where we're not going to shrink back, but we're going to rise up. We're going to love you. We're going to serve you. We're going to be there for you. We're not going to let you be alone. We're going to listen to your needs. And so reach out to us. Let us know how we can love you. Let us know how we can serve you. You can, Though you may be physically isolated, you're not alone. And more importantly than us being there with you and us being there for you, God is with you and God is for you and God loves you. I want to wrap up with three responses that we have. Uh, first is, our first response is always going to be prayer. 100%. We are, every day this week, we're rallying our troops, and we're going to be praying for you, praying for everyone affected by this coronavirus. At 12 o'clock, every single day on our Instagram, you can tune in, and you can get a word of encouragement, and we're going to pray for you. Send in your prayer request. Number two, we're going to serve. Follow our website, pinewoodboulder.com. We have opportunities there. You can sign up to serve. We're going to be taking food to the elderly. elderly. We're working with uh, VOAD, which is with the Boulder County, uh, who've identified the elderly in our community that need help, and we're going to be delivering food to them. We're going to be taking in food, uh, non-perishable items, so that we can deliver them to uh, families most vulnerable and the elderly in need in our community. And then we're also going to be working alongside Boulder Valley School District to love and serve the kids that would otherwise normally get food through BVSD. We're going to come alongside and provide food for them as well. We're we're not going to shrink back. We're going to rise up as a faith community. We get get a choice to make, church. Uh, Fear or faith, we're choosing faith and believing that what the enemy uh, chose for evil, God will... Choose for good. God will intend for good. That God's going to do something really special uh, during this time for the people of Boulder, Colorado, and really around our nation. And the last thing is this. Our response is going to be unity. Prayer, serving, and unity. Uh, This is a time where we could become divisive. A time where we could say hurtful things. Or a time where we could be negative. People that live in fear, they say hurtful things. Uh, We're going to choose to do the exact opposite. We're going to use this time to be Builders of community, builders of unity, bringing in everybody that we can, going to where people are. When there's opportunities to serve, we're going to join them. As we create opportunities, we're going to invite people to join us. And we're going to use this as an opportunity to build a bridge with our faith community and with our city and truly use this crisis to unite. You see, it's all in perspective. We could use this crisis to focus on the negative effects 
and live in fear, or we could rise above and see that God's doing something bigger here. There's a bigger purpose behind our pain, and I don't want to miss it. I want to lean into what he's called us to do, and as a church, who he's called us to be, and I want to invite you to join me. I'm going to close with a word of prayer. I'm going to pray for you and uh, give you one final close. God, we love you. I pray for everybody that's watching this today. Be with them. I pray for those that are sick or sick, heal them. God, I pray that you would um, give us wisdom, discernment, increase the, the power and love that you've demonstrated for us and that you've given us, Father. And God, I just pray right now that we would truly use this as an opportunity to unite and to bring you glory and to point people to you, Father, and fulfill the mission you've called us to, which is to meet people where they are and to point them to Jesus. God, we love you so much. We trust you. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Church, we love you. We're for you. We're praying for you. And we're with you. God bless. Hey, thanks for listening. If you'd like to learn more, or if you'd like to join us on a Sunday, head on over to pinewoodboulder.com. If you enjoyed this podcast, please share it. And if you'd like to be notified every time we post new content, then subscribe. And remember, just keep coming back.